Live, Live from Las Vegas, Nevada. You're watching Shaking It Up with the Sharks. Starring Johnny Richardson and Katie Meadows. Welcome to Shaking Up with the Sharks. It's your host, Johnny Richardson, the Shark. If you're looking for more information on future shows and this valuable content you're going to receive from my man, Ricky, look us up on Instagram at Johnny Richardson Jr. or Shaking Up with the Sharks on YouTube. Well, let's get over to Ricky. I am so excited to have you on tonight, my friend. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. To the 32nd floor. <laughs> Beautiful, amazing view. There you oh go. Oh my God, I love it here. I love it here. Thank you for having me. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, definitely. It's my pleasure. So definitely. So we've had a chance to get to know each other. What has it been? Um, probably almost, it's probably crossing close-ish to a year. A little over a year, yeah. right. Yeah. It's in that ballpark. I was just thinking about it tonight. And it's funny the way this city is with making relationships. You never know what's going to happen. That night, I don't think we ever had this discussion. Katie was doing some things with some leggings and sports stuff. And she right. gave a pair to somebody at that you're event. friends with. At the event. Okay. Yep. And she didn't know who it was, and we managed to meet him. And then we end up doing dinner downtown. Yeah. And then you were there at the dinner, and that's when we started kind of talking and yeah. hanging out, and then came into the relationship we now and work together and so on and so forth. But it's weird how things happen. You just never know what is going to come out of a dinner or whatever. Even that night when I got there, I was like, oh, I didn't know. I thought we were hanging out with real estate people. I'm like, well, I don't even know what I'm going to do here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty wild. No, so it was cool stuff. And that's one thing I like about you, Johnny, is that you go out there and you put yourself in situations where you, you don't know where you're, who you're going to meet, right? Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I look up to you a lot. And Appreciate I learn that from you. So thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah, definitely. I think you always put yourself in an, almost an uncomfortable scenario because most of the time that's when more traction happens. Mm -hmm. Something you normally don't do. We're all comfortable doing the normal stuff. But if we go into a spot where we're uncomfortable, which I always say, get uncom get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And uh, you make new relationships, business opportunities, and the list goes on at the end of the day. I know about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> with, with this challenge, so I don't know if you know, I'm doing the 75 hard challenge. I yep. don't know. I don't Again, know. right? Yes, for the second time. When did you finish it last time? Last time, it was a little bit before my, my 24th birthday. So it was before September, last year, a little bit before September. Okay. Yeah. So you did a little bit before September, took a little bit of time off during fall. Right. And when did you restart it? A week before the new year. Literally, uh, that, so the weekend before was Christmas. That Monday, I started it right before the new year, like a week before, five days before. Five days before, mm -hmm. and I know when we were speaking, when you're about to restart it, do you plan on doing pretty much a run for the majority of the year? Am I correct? The full program is the year, and live hard. Yeah, the live hard program, and I'm really thinking about doing it. I, I'm. It's such a huge commitment, right? And when you think about things as that large and that much work, it's hard to comprehend. So I'm taking it step by step. I want to finish this one and go on to phase one and then take the process to just little by little, right? That's the only way we can move forward. So I, I am thinking about doing the live hard. I really, really am. I looked into it and I'm like, man, like one year could change your life. Honestly. Well, I believe just with these runs, period, 
Uh, so I didn't say I'm going to do live. I, I mean, looked all the way through every phase. I took them, just like you said, step by step, yeah, eat yeah. an elephant, bite by bite, did the 75 in phase one, and then look at the next step. But I did tell Katie behind the camera here, I said, I'm so much more focused on these challenges. Me, I'm the kind of person, I'm all in no matter what I do. Yeah. So if I have time off and it's and I get screw around time on the weekend, I'm gonna screw around, I'm gonna have fun doing it. I will, I know yeah. myself. So if I keep myself on something positive like this, just like what you're talking about, live hard, um, definitely keeps me more structured because it sounds like the same thing I'm going through, you've experienced yourself as right. far as staying structured, business plan, right. being productive, making bigger moves, laser focused mm -hmm. at every opportunity that's in front of you, correct? Honestly, honestly, yeah. and being uncomfortable, pushing yourself, Pushing your mind and your body to to do things, even when you don't want to do them, is part of business. It's part of business, and so that's one of the reasons why I mainly redid it. And I did it before the new year. Like I, I say it, but people don't know that. Like it was into the new year, the celebration period, right? <laughs> I had to stand tall, stand strong, and know that I'm I'm doing this now, and I'm getting a head start on the year personally. And this is going to build the momentum for the rest of the year, right? And you were on it New Year's Eve, so you didn't have one drink, nothing at Absolutely. all. Absolutely. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't do that. I'll be, <laughs> yeah, I'll be very honest. Yeah. I said I want to have my New Year's Eve. But I'll, I'll tell you an honest conversation right here on camera. On New Year's Eve, I went out, crazy dinner, you know, drinks, all kinds of steak, good time. We were pre-drinking drank New Year's Eve, and that weekend, we had a slower weekend. It was just, that weekend was a little bit more quiet, and then okay. it seemed like right after a weekend, business was just off the hinges. But I drank, and I felt like crap all Saturday, mm -hmm. laid around, and I'm like, this is stupid. I'm like, this makes no sense. I was like, yeah, I had some fun, but it, it was like, at that point, I'm like, my challenge starts on Monday. I'm like, start on Monday, and I'm gonna do challenges all year. So it definitely, it's, I mean, we make our own decisions at the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, think about what your outcome is going to be and everything else. Whether you make a bad decision, own up, move ahead, don't cry about it, but go ahead and stick that positive decision like you did. Hey, I'm going to start this before New Year, which is really smart, by the way, mm -hmm. and just stay positive and keep on rocking with it. So that's super awesome. Mm -hmm. that Definitely is. is. So you feel like it's done a lot for you as a, a what about in your personal life? Has it made adjustments there? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It, it builds mental fortitude it builds self-respect right? yeah when someone asks, are you drinking no why well i'm doing this hard challenge right where you're doing a b c right and you name them out and the facial expressions you get when people hear you say no no drinking no cheat meals two workouts a day every single day no rest day one has to be outdoors and it's 49 degrees outside, right? Today it was 48 when I went for my, for my jog. And so the, the facial expressions that you get to me are priceless because to them, it's unfathomable, unfathomable to do that. But you just day by day, task by task, one walk, one jog at a time, one thing at a time, little by little. If you focus on the little second, on the little minute, the next hour, the next task, you can get it done. And I'm almost halfway. Chunk it out. I'm almost at day 40 as of now. The part that blows my mind with people when you say, well, I'm not drinking, 
first when you're out to dinner with somebody, let's say it's a group, they kind of like their eyes light up at first. <laughs> they're like, oh, you're, you don't drink? Yeah. Like, and you know, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> I, the, so I, I was I had this conversation like at dinner. Here in Vegas, right? Yeah. Like, you're not drinking, what? I had this conversation, I, I talked to people at a dinner table when we were out the other night and I said, yeah, I'm not drinking. They're like, ooh. Oh, you don't drink. And I said, why is drinking the only thing that people do that? If I was having dinner right now and I said, I don't have mayonnaise, would you go, whoa, Ooh. you don't have mayonnaise? <laughs> well, were you addicted to mayonnaise? <laughs> oh, are you okay if I have mayonnaise? Right. You know, you don't do that. But then all of a sudden when it's no drinking, it's, ooh, the whole, yeah, whole yeah. table, yeah. yeah. But a part of it, I mean, it's just... They call it poison for a reason, mm. you know, because it is poison. Pick your poison. It, it definitely is, and mm. it does mess with you. And I'm not saying I'll never drink again. Right. I like champagne and right. enjoy myself. You know, you can have stuff at moderation, which is my challenging part, because <laughs> I do everything extreme. Right. But going back to what you said, it's like make a decision. Don't drink anymore. Mm -hmm. Take it chunk by chunk, day by day. Mm -hmm. Don't think about it forever. Mm -hmm. Take those tasks, do them step by step, each step of the way. And most people are worried about if they have to run 10 miles, what's 10 miles look like? Let's concentrate on the mile you're right. on right now. Exactly. Let's get that mile done and then worry about the next and two and three and four and five and so on and so forth. And that goes to everyone, like everyone listening, like it's steps, the little steps that count, the small step forward that count. I, that's why when you ask me about the whole Live Hard program, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to think about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might cry a little. Too much to take <laughs> I'm like, I might, might personally just shed a tear because I'm like, all that that hard work is it's a lot, right? But if I take it step by step, I build the momentum that we're talking about. I might have more willpower, right? More mental fortitude to keep going to that next challenge, to that next step, and be excited, right? Because every little win gets you a little bit more excited. It gives you a little bit more energy, right? To me, that the important thing that I've learned with this challenge is that even on days that I don't want to do anything, where I'm tired, where I'm like just dragging the day, I still need to get these tasks done. And the beauty about those tasks is that they're wins, right? I'm reading a book, a self-development book that interest my topic, right? Whatever I'm interested in, right? And I'm learning, I'm learning. Even when I don't want to, I'm learning. And I think those mental wins is what has helped me personally just to keep going and gives me more energy every single day. I'm able to show up and be like, man, yesterday maybe was hard, but I got it done. I could do it again today. Exactly. Yeah, that sense of accomplishment super important. Now, I'm curious as far as growing up, high school, grade school, whatever, you're, you're pretty, uh, you take some form of com competitiveness to get into a challenge like this. Were you in sports or anything growing up? Believe it or not, no. You're in no and sport? Were you in band camp? I was, uh, I was in band. Were I was you? In band. I mean, I was I had in no band. idea. I wasn't in band camp. No? Okay. But the reason why is I didn't grow up with a lot of money, okay. right? My mom couldn't afford to put us in sports. That was the reality. She's like, she would see the, the bills on, on the equipment, right? And, and the, and the and yeah, 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 yeah. And the uniforms yeah. and then the traveling if you won and blah, blah, blah. And she, she was really like, she can't do it, right? And so it is what it is, right? And so I progressed in life. I'm like, man, like I wish I could have learned, but. And you were in band instead? So I, I was in band as, just as an elective, right? In middle school, you can choose band to 
to be in and I what instrument trumpet okay gotcha it didn't go that well it didn't no well, I, I was, was about to say did you bring your trumpet and kind of <laughs> show us what you learned uh, the, the, the thing is that I was good at it but in middle school I had braces I have somewhat bigger lips so the little trumpet mouthpiece. <laughs> I never heard that before. <laughs> oh man. Because you gotta like go in the mouthpiece really? and it's yeah. so tiny. And so you gotta put it like, you know, and so um, I was good at it. I was always going back to first and second chair and, and being, cause you get like graded and you could be first chair. That means you're the best, right? Really? Then, yeah, so first chair means you're the best person that plays that and instrument. And you're ringing a bell because I played the saxophone school and mm -hmm. I always remember being in the back now i know i wasn't that good yeah i yeah. had no idea they yeah, did that probably yeah okay well that stinks i thought they loved me no 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 okay all good <laughs> so so you're in the second row right so i was always one of the best but it just it killed my mouth like it, it was just hard so um i i did enjoy it for the time being so i wasn't banned okay so there you go so no you sport. went through that and what about as far as coming out of school? Did you start jumping into the gym or anything? So it was like the that? gym. It was the gym. So instead yeah. of, you know, joining sports and teams and stuff like that, I hit the weights. So in high school, that's when I started weight training. I really started hitting it because I, I felt like I was overweight my whole life. I was a little chubbier. I would use the husky uh, pants. <laughs> were they my, like yeah. elastic pants? Huh? Elastic pants? Is no, that what husky no, pants no. are? <laughs> they, they, would call it, they would call it husky because for kids, I don't know. Gotcha. I don't know because it was like the bigger size. Oh, okay. Like, I was a bigger kid. That's really? What was, that's what was, uh, I didn't even know there was such a thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, okay. you weren't big then. Yeah. It's good. Now, I was small through Where school. Where you? Yeah, super small. Well, I didn't start sprouting up probably till I was like 19. Probably, yeah. I, After high school? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was never a really big kid. I was kind of, I wasn't scrawny, but I didn't really have a whole lot of size to me. How were you I, in high school? I wrestled in high school. I was always oh, okay. a light, a light okay. class. Yeah, I was super light class. It wasn't like I was- Super shredded? Like, yeah, I was. I was just talking about it or just before the show. I said, going through challenges all year, I'll finally have my six pack back <laughs> since the eighth grade. Wow. I came close when I did it a couple years ago, the first challenge I did. I came really close, but I didn't get it. You okay. could see it starting to come. Mm -hmm. But I said, if I stick with it, I will all year, then I'll go ahead and get it back. Same. But I wasn't getting big. But then after high school, it's also started to get big. Then I would I get chubby easy now mm. too. I'll get chubby if I don't watch it without a doubt. Same. Yeah, you know that. You saw me last summer. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So you end up, so you're lifting hard and busting it. hard, yeah. I, mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? Freshman year, I was a little bit smaller, but still, you know, I was I was smaller frame, but I was still chubby. So I'm like, man, like, I don't like this, right? So I'm like, what can I do to fix it? So cardio, I started to do high intensity interval training um, workouts, like almost a couple of times a week. And then by sophomore year, I had lost a lot of weight. So by junior year, when I was old enough to get a gym membership, because that was the next thing, is that you're, you can't get a gym membership until you're like whatever years old, right? So it wasn't until junior year that I was able to start lifting weights. And I started literally like where everyone starts at Planet Fitness. 
where uh, they don't judge. <laughs> ah, is that how it works? I didn't know that. <laughs> the, okay. the Planet Fitness is, what do they call it? The no judgment zone or something, really? something like that. Right? I, I swear. So you have walks of all life? Is, is that right, right. That, yes, something. And if you're like, a, they call it a hunk. If you're a hunk, um, they have this hunk alarm. And if you're like, I think they'll like, they'll ring it. If you, as soon as you walk in, they'll probably ring it. But really, <laughs> are you serious? I gotta get but a membership. There, there's here. an alarm. There's this a, is a lot of recognition I'm missing out on. Jeez. Yeah, and they would they would categorize it as if you're loud or if you're like dropping weights and you're like yelling and taking off your shirt and stuff like that. They'll ring the alarm, and if you do it too much, they'll actually kick you out. Really? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, you should film yourself through it. I know. This is crazy. It's called a hunk alarm. I, I believe so. I thought it was a good thing we got a good looking dude walk through the right. door. Oh, look out. There's a hunk here. Look out, girls. Something like that. Lady killer in the house. Something like that. Um, that's funny. I had no idea they had mm -hmm. anything of that nature. Yeah. Really? So yeah. somebody's watching the whole time. Yeah. Well, the front desk people, I'm sure they're just keeping an eye out. And of course, if you're being loud, the whole Have you ever watched anybody get walked out? No, only on videos. I've, I've seen people just be obnoxious really? and just kick it down. Man, that's interesting. So that's when I started um, working out was sophomore and, and jun no, junior year. And then by senior year, I was hitting it hard. I had two weight training classes during my school period. I had a weight training class um, as an elective. And I ch actually changed my free period to be a student um, what's it called, like the help, when, when students go help the, the teachers for the weight training coach, and the weight training coach would just let me weight train. Very nice. So, so I would do it twice a day, literally. So would you say as far as your competition or your challenges, getting into weight training, uh, probably had an urge to do sports as, as a child, now bringing it a little bit more present, um, propelled you and pushed you as far as being aggressive in real estate, where your career is at now, have that competitiveness? I believe so. I believe the, I wouldn't call it competitiveness. I would just call it the need to improve. Okay. The ability to improve. The ability to see that an action can create a result, right? And it could be tangible. It could be physical, right? And the more effort you put into something, the greater the reward will be, right? And so I, I saw it with fitness for me that if I was able to put in the work here, I was gonna get this type of result, right? And the, the more I did, the more I got. So I think that's what kind of transferred over to, to real estate and knowing that with great effort comes great reward. Yeah, well, it definitely does 100%. Did you know that the whole time getting in the business or that kind of took over at one point? I didn't per se know it. I, I'm saying it now as we're talking about it. Yeah. Um, what I knew is that if I was able to push through in fitness, lift heavy weights when I didn't want to, and do burnout sessions on weights that I couldn't even imagine doing, I knew that I could switch that fire, that, that willpower to something else. That's what I did know. Okay. I did know that if I could do it with one thing, I could do it with another. Gotcha. And so it was just a matter of what was going to play, be placed in. Because I didn't, real estate wasn't my first business venture, I tried to do life insurance. Did you? Who with? Mm -hmm. With Primerica. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. how'd that go? 
Uh, it didn't go well. Okay, it's on real estate. That's why we're here. <laughs> How long were you in there? I was there about six months. Six okay. months. That I gave it a, a good go, fully in, like you said, right? Like, all emerged. I would go to every single meeting. I would go out and, and prospect. Sa- same kind of what you can, what you do in real estate, right? But I think the two businesses are very similar. I think if you go ahead and learn, because. I was, I don't know if you know, I was in life insurance for two years. Mm. So I was, it was a competitor with Primerica's WFG. Oh yeah. Yep, World Financial Group. So mm-hmm. I was in there for two years and a lot of their systems are actually in our model right now. Mm. Uh, phone zone on Monday nights, that's our boiler room. Mm. As far as the recognition and, and pushing and developing, um, running training appointments. It, there, there's a ton of stuff that I brought over to it. A contest that we do, I brought from over there. Personality training that I do was brought from over there. Because when I came into real estate, I looked at it and I was like, man, there's so many things that I see people don't do and this would be really beneficial. And I started doing those things and people loved it for one. Two, it helped and assisted them, stuff that other realtors weren't doing. So I'm sure you, just like you said, there was a lot of similarities in, in that business, that work over here, the prospecting alone. I give them uh, all the praise and good fortune and well wishes to everyone doing those types of businesses, and especially the people that helped me out. Uh, her name, George and Princess Mitchell, that's their name. And um, then my other mentor was Dom, Dominic Daniels and, and Janae. But they were amazing people. They were, I was super young. I was still 18, 18. And uh, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Like, how do I would be like, go, go, go. Like, you know how, how they get all excited yeah, and stuff. Yeah, great. It's great <laughs> at building up the environment, mentorship, yeah. you know, you name it. It's the camaraderie is phenomenal across the board. You know what they did for me? They confirmed my mindset. I had like a previous experience just personally where I was able to manifest things and bring something that I truly desired into to real life, but I didn't know what it was. I was like, I had experienced it, but I couldn't define it, right? But when I, when I joined them and they were talking about these business principles, what they did, what they believe in, and, and how they think and how they work and why they work, right? They confirmed what I believe in. And so they were a good foundation for me to establish my belief system. And that's one thing that I will always have in my heart that they set me up for that. So when I came, and this was in California, this was in Sacramento, this was in Sacramento. Um, when I moved back here, that's when I was like, okay, I'm like, I got this fire, and I'm like, where do I put it? <laughs> like, where can I put this this little flame that I got? Because I'm like, this is gonna burn somewhere, and I need to put place it somewhere. And so real estate was the one. There you go, very nice. Now you're in real estate, pushing, decided that's your passion, that's what you're going with. And uh, what's the experience been now? How many years have you been in? Four years. Four so, years, okay. And it has been transformational, honestly. The, like, like we were discussing, the people that you're able to meet, the networking that you're able to do, that's where it is, that, that's the relationships, that's where it's at. Like, the accolades, the suits, all that other stuff, they don't really matter. They don't really matter that much. What matters is what we have here, right? 
discussing something personally, having a good relationship with our peers, having good relationships with our clients, right? Calling them on their birthday, you know, hey, how, how are you settling into the house? Or how can I help you get a house, right? Get your first home, get your second home, expand your portfolio, sell top, whatever it is, the relationships is where it's at. And that's one thing that I learned very quickly, very quickly getting into real estate that it's the relationship that matters more than the money. Oh, it is 100%. You're doing a job, you're helping them find a house. You know, as cliche as it sounds, people will forget what you did, but they'll always remember the way it made them feel. Mm -hmm. So if it's a great experience, they're getting their keys, you touch them in an amazing way, uh, they're, they're gonna remember that, they're always gonna come back to you, and it's those experiences that you go through and those relations that, uh, that you develop. Now, I find it much more challenging as you get bigger and do more production. That is probably the toughest part because then you're handling more clients, working with more agents, more employees, and you don't want to lose that personal touch and it's easy to get lost with it because then you're just so busy and time is only, there's only 24 hours in a day at the end of the day. But those relationships fuel your business. Everyone's important. Yeah, you made a commission, money's here one day, gone the next. But having those relationships is the most important part. So if you don't have those relationships, you might as well forget everything else. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. They might as well hire a monkey to go ahead and sell them the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You know, as far as that goes, just like everybody constantly says, oh, you know, real estate agents, they're going to be gone one day. I don't believe that as long as you take care of people and spend time with people. Me, if I have to spend a little bit more money with somebody, I get annoyed when I got to deal with an operator, a robot, anything of that nature. Mm -hmm. There is no personal touch. Half the time a system's down, messing up, whatever it might be. I'm like, I want a personal person that cares and super cool. And most of the time I'll spend more money with them at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I will, if I like that person. Right. If I don't like them, then I won't. <laughs> Just the way it goes. <laughs> no, so that, that's one thing I've learned is that relationships is where it's at. Yep. And if you can grow a big network and, but before that though, it starts within yourself, right? That's why I, I started with a foundation, with a belief system, with the principles that I believe in, right? What am I going to stand for? You know, the, the mentality that I want to have moving forward, right? If I wasn't that type of person myself, we probably wouldn't be talking because your conversations wouldn't be the same as my conversations. And then we wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't click, right? So that, that's the, another emphasis that I put and I tell people is like, hey, work on yourself first right? Develop yourself first, develop your skills first, right? It starts with the individual, with you. And then when you go out to the world, you're going to attract other people that are aligned with your vision, that are aligned with your, whatever you stand for and whatever you believe in, and then grow it bigger, right? No, you're hundred percent right. If you take it back to a simple aspect, like dating somebody, yeah, there might be a super attractive girl, but if her insides and her moral character suck, most people are not attracted to that. They're like, yeah, she was attractive, but XXX. Well, it's the same thing as us with business professionals. Might have the suit, might have the car, the haircut. But if you haven't worked on yourself, just like you just said, you haven't developed yourself into a real business professional, educate yourself, feed your mind, be constantly working to level up on a daily basis. Why would somebody want to do business with you? Yeah. And then you're the one that comes back to the office and you're like, I don't know why it didn't work. I don't know why they didn't do business with me. I don't know why 
they didn't want to move forward with me. What have you done to work on yourself? Yeah. What that doesn't work. I don't need to read. I don't need to educate myself. You know, you're the same guy that goes to the gym and eats ten Snicker bars afterwards <laughs> and complains he gains weight. Right. You know, same thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. You gotta feed yourself, feed your mind, upgrade yourself. Right. You download your phone. You get the best iPhone, iPhone 12 or 20 or whatever it is out there, but you have an up, upgrade yourself right. one, one bit. Yes, 100%. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. Yeah. If you're not happy, if you don't have confidence in yourself, no one else will, right? I tell new agents this all the time, and I'm getting into that role. People ask me questions and like, hey, I want your advice, right? I'm like, hey, listen, you need to work on your self-belief. You need to work on your self-confidence. What are you doing to develop yourself? That's my first question. Right? Definitely. And then, it, and then it evolves from there. And when you're having conversations with somebody, whether it's <clears throat> dating, a client, getting the contract, whatever, if you have that confidence, nine times out of ten, you're going to end up getting what you're looking for yeah. if you have that confidence. Mm -hmm. If you go in there, you haven't worked on yourself, you haven't practiced, you haven't done your master, your language in real estate or any other profession that you're in, take Prime America, you were there. Those guys didn't master that and they walked in and they're just like, how's it going? You want to buy some life insurance? <laughs> no? Oh, didn't get that one. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it would yeah. never work. Right. But if you're speaking from a state of confidence and you know you were sold on your product, sold on yourself, mm. you're the best decision that that person can make, you're going to have a successful future. Right? That's That's been, you, you, you got to be sold on the product. Right? Yeah. That, that's been a priority. For, for everything, honestly, because if you don't believe in what you're selling, you're never gonna sell it. You're yeah, never gonna sell it the right way. Never yeah, gonna definitely. Sell it the right way. Yeah, a good person, good ethical person is always gonna believe in exactly what they're selling, what they're moving, and everything else. That was one of my issues when I had stepped away with previous industries. I was like, something doesn't feel right. right. And it would and it would leave me like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. immediate. When I left Timeshare, loved it, six years, did amazing. But I felt like it was time to go. I left at the top of my game. I just, it was like that. It was all of a sudden, I walked in one day, I was like, this is my last day. Literally, that's how I made decisions. I walked in. I like, see that. Yeah. And like, that's it. That's it. That, that's where it goes. I know. I know. Yeah. But also, I have friends that have made very slow decisions and calculated every single step. And, and they're just like, talk to me a year later. Yeah, I'm still thinking about it. Mm. I was like, that opportunity mm. is long gone. <laughs> You're still about thinking about it. about it. Your friend Billy, he went ahead, he made a two mistakes since then. He's still ahead of you. Uh, that's, yeah, you're mm. just kind of thinking about the first one that doesn't even exist anymore. That wasn't even a shot. It, it's not even on the map. That's, yeah. that's been my model since the beginning. Oh my yeah. God. Like, I don't know if you know this, but I was married at 19. No, I didn't. Man, young <laughs> kid getting married. Jeez. I got married at 19 and divorced by right before my 20, 21st. Oh, okay. Like two years, three years. Yeah, really. I'm like, who let me do that? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody talked you into it. I'm oh, like, who fucking let me do that? Yeah, she closed you. <laughs> I'm just wondering, is this girl in real estate? Because she was a closer. <laughs> oh. oh god and um but i did it i uh, people were like oh, all right it was a mistake all right whatever yeah. we Forget are gonna move on right yeah. we're gonna move on all right i was an auto body so right before real estate i was an auto body 
And then I went to, I worked for MGM Resorts. Then that's what it, where I kind of learned a little customer hospitality lingo. And then I went into real estate and in in, that was within the span of like two to three years. And um, I tell people, I'm like, I've done more in the last three to four years that people do in a whole lifetime, right? And it's because I'm not afraid to go out there and fail, right? I can go out there and it doesn't work. Yeah, you took work. your shot with it. Yeah. Took your shot. Yeah. And now you know money can buy happiness because you paid for a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so, but yeah, you took your shot with it, tested the road. I mean, who would have known? You, you could have got married, you could have ended up beautiful, right. and you would have missed the shot. Right. But you went in there, you took a shot, and whatever else, nothing wrong with that. No regrets, no yeah. regrets. Oh, dude, no, I don't, because I learned. I learned from it. I learned where I can improve, how I, I can get better, right? Where did it go wrong? You know, I wasn't mature enough. Who is a 19? I mean, some, some people are, but the majority, I, I know I wasn't. Shit, I'm like, what was I thinking, right? Yeah, we all think we and know so, that age, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I like that post that you put where, where you were younger and you said, oh, back when I knew it all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's funny, my buddy Luke Lorenz, he, uh, he sent it to me. I remember those days and hanging out in his backyard, smoking some weed and just hanging out, avoiding his mom. His mom would have a whole thing of snacks. Like, I mean, loaded up. And he had two brothers, maybe three. Mm-hmm. And we would crush that drawer and they would come home from whatever they were doing and they would flip out, you stupid kids, get out of my house. Cause we just destroyed, every snack would be gone. And I just remember just being a kid and thinking I knew it all. So he sent it to me, he goes, can't believe what I found. But it is while we're growing up and everything else. But even now, take this time that we're in right now and feel good and everything feels good in the present. I look at stuff like from now to a year ago, I'm like, whoa, man, things, I just had this conversation with Katie an hour before the show, look at how they adjusted. So even now they feel good. But when you're doing things like us and developing, reading, downloading more information on a daily basis, you realize this, this spot right now that feels great. Then six months from now, it will be like, man, I can't even believe I was doing that. I could have been so much further ahead. Mm-hmm. Imagine if I was reading back when I was in 13 mm. or whatever or anything it is. You know what I mean? So we all feel like we're doing amazing. We should be working on the best version of ourselves. So that isn't necessarily a bad thing a year from now looking back. And like I know so much more, that means there's progression. There's progression. The ones that you run into and they're like, man, nothing's changed. Same old, same old. You know, uh, what's that saying? Same shit, different day. You know what I mean? It's, as I hear that, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. That's good. That's good. Good luck with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. How's so that going pretty for you? interesting. So what, now as far as real estate, developing your mindset, working on your challenge, been four years in, you know, taking the leap and diving in has definitely helped and assisted you with making future decisions. What do you, where do you see yourself and your career going for the next year? For the next year, it's gonna consist of developing a team. Yep. Developing a team. I have been thinking about it and people, you know, people have a lot to say, <laughs> always. Yeah. <laughs> they always got something. Well, you put, of course, you put yourself out there and you do a great job with branding yourself. Anytime you do that, you're gonna have people that have opinions, mm-hmm. good and mm-hmm. bad, right. which I think they all count. Right. I prefer the bad ones. 
<laughs> yeah, they all count, and then they all don't count, right? And so um, I've, I've, what I've learned, learned to do is that I have to go within, right? I have, I have to go. I'm very spiritual. I like to listen to my body. I'm very energetic. I feel the different energies and stuff like that. And that has helped me develop some type of like intuition and something like that that can help me just in life, right? And so moving forward, I feel like developing that team is the next step, right? I have learned so much personally and professionally, right? So I feel like those, those two combos, I have a lot to offer someone that's willing to learn and to be coachable, right? Yeah. And e even if it's not too much, I have, for me personally, I feel like I have enough. I've been through enough to be able to guide someone to not make those same mistakes. No, you're absolutely right. And you're very structured and detailed. You're, I always believe in bringing somebody in at an opposite of you because you don't mm -hmm. want a bunch of 10 of the same of, of you. You know, you have a good platform, a plan and everything else and pulling people in 100%, 2022 is definitely your year. So my, my point is, is that you have a lot of pieces of the puzzle put together right. and now it's just building on that. And you've already started that. You already have a good amount as far as waiting in the circle, going through a process and about to come over right now currently. And then that's the foundation and you just build off that foundation. So you have the time in, you have the discipline, you have the mindset. These are all components that most people don't have. Mm -hmm. And just utilize those and do something big for 2022 is all it is. Yeah. You got everything it takes. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's what it is. So if you're a real estate agent out there looking to work with a good cat, you got my man Ricky right, right here. You're starting this year. This is your year to jump in if you guys want to learn more and be partnered up with the right people. That's right. right. That's where it's at. That's it. So how can people reach out to you if they want to investigate, uh, either pick your brain about real estate or even investigate coming to work with you? What's the best way everybody can reach out to so you? So Instagram. So Instagram's my main platform. That's where I use most of my marketing. That's where I do most of my outreach. It's going to be Ricky Palacios LV. And that's for Instagram on Facebook, just Ricardo Palacios. And I'm now getting into YouTube, so we'll go ahead and start the, the YouTube with Ricky Palacios LV as well. But like I said, Instagram is going to be the main, main one. If you guys want to reach out and see how to get started, just reach out. There you go. You heard it, folks. Reach out to my main man, Ricky, over here. He's going to make it happen for you. We'll catch you next time on Shaking Up with the Sharks. Shaking it up with the Sharks. Starring Johnny Richardson and Katie Meadows.